Imagine an aligned approach to the art of coaching, a perspective that blends both coaching and business mastery, all while honoring your vision, your values, and your intuition. Welcome to the Coach with Clarity podcast. I'm Lee McDonough, an ICF credentialed coach, former therapist, and mentor for intuitive coaches and healers. I'll be your guide as you cultivate both the skill set and the mindset needed to transform your clients' lives and your own. Are you ready to be a coach with clarity? Then let's go. Well, hi there, my friend. Welcome to the Coach with Clarity podcast. My name is Lee Shea McDonough, and as always, I am so honored that you are here joining me for another episode of the show. And today's episode is a fun one. It is another coaching call, and I had the honor of connecting with Naima, the nutritionista, and really diving into her business, helping her get clear on exactly who it is she wants to serve and how she can most effectively connect with that ideal client. One of the things I love most about Naima is her passion for the work that she does and her commitment to showing up and serving her client. But of course, to show up and serve that client, she first needs to know who they are, where they are, and how she can connect with them in a way that will really resonate. So that is what we explore in today's coaching call. And I have a feeling that if you have questions about who you most want to serve, where you can find that ideal client, and then how you can show up and meet them where they are so that you can serve them before they even become one of your paying clients, well, then this call is going to be for you. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts about it. So let's get to it. Well, hello, Naima, the nutritionista. Welcome to the Coach with Clarity podcast. I'm so glad to have you on. Hello. I'm so excited to be on. I'm just grateful for you allowing me to be on your platform. Absolutely. We're going to have a great call today. Before we dive into it, though, I would love it if you would just briefly introduce yourself to everyone who's listening. Absolutely. I am Naima, the nutritionista, a PhD prepared registered nurse and a nutrition coach to the busy professional woman looking to lose weight without giving up her carbs. All right. That's what I do. That's who I am in a nutshell. So basically, I'm like your ideal client. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Perfect. So actually, that will bring some interesting energy into our call today, because I know one of the things you want to talk about is connecting with that ideal client. Absolutely. Connecting with them and making sure I can serve that woman who I used to be. Excellent. So let me ask you, at the end of our call today, what would be an ideal outcome for you? Clarity on how to attract and serve that clientele. Excellent. Well, it is the Coach with Clarity podcast, so I'm feeling pretty good about that as an outcome. (laughs) And let me just kind of ask you, if we were to do a one to 10 scale, a clarity scale, where one is not clear at all and 10 is completely clear, where would you say you fall on that scale right now? Oh, I would say I'm probably a four. A four. Okay. And we're going to spend the next 30-ish minutes or so talking through this. And I'm wondering at the end of that time, what a reasonable goal would be in terms of moving up on that clarity scale. Where would you like to be at the end of the call? I think at the end of the call, if I can get to at least a seven, that would be great. Okay. We're looking at maybe moving up three notches then on that clarity scale. Absolutely. Okay. And tell me a little bit more about what clarity looks like to you. I think what clarity looks like for me in terms of my clientele is really, I guess, speaking to them when I'm speaking, right? When I'm 
putting out a copy, when I'm doing the things that I'm doing to attract them, to make sure that I am attracting the right woman, right? That busy professional woman, right? She's high power. She has a lot going on, right? She's married. She may have kids, but she's exhausted at the end of the day. She finds herself binging at the end of the day. And I say these things, but I don't seem to attract that woman. Okay. So we then really are talking about clarity in messaging too. Mm. So being really clear on who you're serving, but then also how to communicate that to them. Is that fair to say? Yes, very fair. Okay. So let's let's go a little deeper into this client because I get the sense really clearly from a demographic perspective who you're serving. Busy, professional, high-powered, intelligent women who are struggling with their relationship with food, their patterns of eating behaviors, that sort of thing. Yes, 100%. Okay. So let's go down to the next level. I get the sense that you feel clear on the demographics. I would love to know a little bit more about the psychographics behind this client. And I'm specifically interested in what matters most to her. What are her values? What does she want her life to be about? What is her purpose? Like all of that rich, juicy information. I'd love to hear from you how you see that showing up in your client's life. She values her career and her family a lot to the point where she will answer emails in the middle of the night and work long hours and only to find out that it's 8 p.m. and she still hasn't eaten anything. And she's also a mom. So in the middle of that, she's making snacks and going to this gymnastics meet or this sporting event, of course, pre-COVID, right? Current situation, she's stuck at home with the kids, right? While working and doing what it is that she's doing, still working longer hours now because she's at home and she finds that she's working even more now. So she values, again, her career, her family above herself. And it's presenting with her not being confident in her body anymore and with her having a love-hate relationship with food and telling herself things like, I just need more willpower or huh, only if I you know, had more willpower. Ooh, so much in there, Naima. This is so good. Can I share with you kind of what was coming up for me as you were talking about those aspects of your client? Please do. So the number one word that came out for me was ambitious. This is an ambitious, driven woman. Whatever she puts her mind to, she generally accomplishes, definitely in her career and possibly with her family as well. So this idea of being ambitious and driven really came out. And then also the fact that she prioritizes her family. I suspect that there may be some feelings of or values of service and love, perhaps loyalty. We could kind of dig in a little bit in that if we wanted to. But what I'm seeing is she's ambitious and driven. She places her family first. And so as a result, she kind of gets left on the wayside and her priorities come last if they even come up at all. And sometimes that's also a shadow side of being service driven and being so focused is that all of the energy goes on other people or other projects. And then we get stuck with the leftovers if there's anything left over at all. That sounds exactly like my clients, 100%. Awesome. I'm wondering if there were particular words or phrases that resonated with you as you heard me talk through that service driven. They're service driven. They're ambitious. Everything looks great on the outside. If you're on the outside looking in, you're like, wow, she's a CEO. She is an entrepreneur. She's running that business. Well, her kids are great. Oh my gosh. 
But what they don't know about her is that she's overwhelmed. She's anxious. So when I heard you, I said, this is exactly who my clients are. Excellent. How do you imagine they are feeling or what do you imagine they're thinking when they have to face the fact that they are doing so well in certain areas of their life and on the outside to the average viewer, they probably look like they have everything together. And yet internally, it's that sense of overwhelm, anxiety, not good enoughness. When they're coming face to face with that dichotomy, what do you think is going on for them? What I believe is going on with them is that they're overwhelmed comparing themselves to what society told them that they had to be. They are told that they have to have it all. They, can, they have to be able to balance everything and still look cute. So what they're saying to themselves is, why are other women able to do this, but I can't? Why am I able to do some of the great things that I've done, but I can't tackle my weight? Yeah. Can I ask another question too? Yes. These social expectations around appearance and weight and health and all of that and how that's tied up with our relationship with food. Yes, it affects men too, but it really does affect women on a very different, maybe even deeper level. What does your client think about those societal expectations? Oh, it's actually interesting. They fall on two very different extremes. Either they believe in those expectations and I must get to the size, otherwise it determines who I am. If I don't get to that side, I'm not beautiful. I am lazy, right? They really internalize them. But then I have the other side, this other extreme where I'm not internalizing that. I'm intellectualizing it. So I'm reading every book and every blog about weight loss and body positivity, but I have no plan for my own weight loss. Yeah. They've got the knowledge, but the application is an entirely different matter. Okay. So See how we're like asking questions and we're going just a little deeper into like what's really driving them, what's motivating them, what do they fear? This is where a lot of the really good marketing copy will come from. Because if we can speak directly to their deepest desire and we can position how your service will be in alignment with what they want most, then that's where you're going to make that connection. So if you can speak to the values of service, of ambition, of drive, then they're going to feel like, okay, this person really understands me. Yes. I'm curious too, and I'll be quite honest with you, like just to be transparent. Yes, I'm here as the coach, but I also do see a lot of myself in your ideal client. So as I'm hearing you speak, I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this really about the food? Is this really about the weight loss or is there more to the story? What's your perspective on that? A hundred percent more to the story. This is why my company is called Mindset and Nutrition for Her. Because the reality is, think about it like this. Everybody knows the apple is healthier than the burger, but most of us are going to go for the burger, especially when we're stressed and overwhelmed, right? Mm -hmm. So what I help my clients to do is not just teach them nutritional principles, but I teach them to bet on themselves. How do I do that? By helping them work on their mindset, helping them to understand what their big why is, what their motivators are. Also helping them to understand what typically prevents you from reaching your weight loss goal or that positive relationship with food. Let's get deep into that because once you understand that, you can identify it, you can overcome it. So yes, it's not just about what to eat because it's beyond vanity. It's also about the way we think and how we've been conditioned to think. Yeah. So good. All right. So here's what's coming up for me 
your clients are generally in one of two places. Either they have done all of the book learning and theoretically they know what they should be doing, but they have difficulty applying it, or they're just feeling like so overwhelmed and stressed, like they don't even know where to begin. So they think the answer is teach me how to eat correctly and I will be okay. If I can just get the food part under control, then it'll be fine. What you know is that while certainly there is a food-related component to this, there's way more that comes with it. Is that fair to say? Perfect. Yep. Okay. And so when we are looking at how to connect with our clients and how to create a message, we really do need to start where they are. We need to meet them where they're at. And it may be that you are focusing on the nutritional side and the food pieces and that because that's what your client is looking for. And then once you're able to engage with them, then we kind of introduce them to what comes next, to this deeper concept around mindset and self-worth and self-love and all of that. So I don't want to lose that. And I think there's ways that we can still bring that into your message, but we absolutely want to lead with what your client is looking for. Does that make sense? That makes 100% sense because I think the nurse in me, because I've been working with people and the general population for 18 years, it's like, I know what they need, right? I think I know, but the reality is they have their own desires. They just want to know what to eat. And I have to come out and let them know, hey, I can help you with that as well. And then introduce the mindset in. Yes. And when it comes to actually like figuring out how to talk to them and what to say so that your message is captivating, really, I'm curious, like, what are your potential and current clients saying to you right now? Like when you're getting started, how are they describing themselves and their experience? You mentioned the word overwhelmed and stress. Are those words that they are using when they're communicating with you? The biggest thing I hear is I can't be consistent. I just need more willpower. Or they may say things like, my spouse doesn't help around the house. So I'm busy. I'm stuck doing those things. Those are the three things that come up a lot. Yes. Okay. So they really view being busy and being overwhelmed and like overworked. Overworked, yes. And I think that because of societal expectations of women, they've personified it. Yeah, that resonates. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can see that. Yes. And so they think they need what? Nutrition education, a meal plan. What do they think is the solution? A lot of them just think they need a meal plan. Just tell me what to eat. And do you provide that? Yes, in the beginning, initially. Excellent. So you are kind of meeting them where they are, meeting their needs. And then further into the journey is where we kind of dig deeper and unpack some of the other things. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So we've talked a little bit about who your client is. We've kind of gone below the surface to look at like what's really motivating them and what's driving them. We've talked about what they're struggling with and what they think their ideal solution is. And then how that kind of contrasts with what you know is the best solution for them. Tell me about the journey. What is it like to work with you? So if I were a client and I was signing up with you for three months or six months, what would that process look like? Perfect. Good question. Um, well, I have a 12-month nutrition coaching program, an accountability-based nutrition coaching program. And the reason why it's 12 months is because a lot of times we lose weight and what happens? We regain it because we think that we just want meal plans and nutrition, but we don't work on that mindset, right? So the first three months is all about preparation. 
giving you the tools and the keys that you need to work on your nutrition. So there's meal plans provided. You get everything you need there. Then starting in month three, all the way to month six, is a lot of nutrition information. So yes, I gave you meal plans before, but now let me give it to you now. Let me empower you to do what I know you can do as an ambitious woman. And then starting about month six, we do a lot more mindset work. And it's not that we're not doing mindset work before because we thread that throughout, but we do a lot more of that because now you're losing weight and it's like, okay, now what? How do I keep this going, right? How do I keep this going when my spouse is still overweight? How do I keep this going when my kids will not eat anything but French fries and nuggets and I have to prepare that? How do I keep this going, right? And then the last three months is all about weight loss maintenance. How do you maintain what you've accomplished? That makes so much sense. I love the way that you've kind of broken out this journey into phases and that you are providing different education and support for each one of these phases. I think that's such a wise way to approach this. And I can see really talking about it like that in your messaging so that it's not just about you're learning different things at different stages, but you're also receiving a different type of support and a different type of feedback because that's what's necessary. I love that approach. Tell me how your clients feel as they are going through that 12-month program with you. I think when they first come to me, again, they're overwhelmed, right? They just want meal plan. They just want me to tell them what to do. But then as they go through the initial onboarding, that first three months, they start to feel empowered a little bit. And they start saying, wow, I can do this. Not only can I develop a plan for myself in terms of nutrition, but I can also start having those hard conversations with my spouse about helping me. I can start to tell my employer that I'm not going to answer emails at the end of the day. So it's not just about food. No, it's about boundaries and about prioritizing the self. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Okay. And also another thing, and I love to say this and I mean it, what also improves as they go throughout my program is mommy guilt decreases. Mm Mm-hmm right? Thinking that you have to give all your time to the babies and we love them and we should give time to them. We gave birth to them, right? But can you imagine being a happy, stress-free mom, how much better that is for babies and and children? Yeah. And so here we go back to their values, right? They can actually be of more service to their families and provide deeper, consistent love to their families, to their children, if they start with taking care of themselves. So we can speak directly to what matters most to them and position it so that it's like, you have to do this for yourself, for you. Taking the time for yourself is going to serve your people in the long run. I love that. Love it. Yes. And I suspect too, not only are you speaking to their values there, but you're also addressing an objection, which is, I don't have time for this. I've got to take kids to soccer practice and I've got to cook dinner and oh, I work and oh, that. And it's like, yeah, but you will actually have more time and be more efficient if you devote part of your day to you. Yes. And I know this because this is who I was. I have a hormonal condition that caused me to gain some weight. I was able to lose the 25 pounds. And I'm telling you, making time for myself was a big part of that. Which is why you are so perfectly suited to support these women in your program because you have been there. You've got the knowledge and the training as a nurse and with your background in nutrition, but you also have the empathy and the real world lived experience as someone who's been through this yourself. 
Absolutely. And this is why I'm determined to help us. We have to get out of these expectations of us and take care of us. And when we get to talking about your website and all, like that needs to be on your about page. I'm going to tell you that right now. If you can share not just your story and your successes, but why this means so much to you, why you are serving these clients, why this is your life work, like that's going to connect you with your audience. They want to know that. So actually, let's move into connecting with your audience if you feel like now's the time for that. If you've got any questions about anything we've covered so far, let me know. No, I think, I think we can go there. Okay. How have you been connecting with your people thus far? I have been connecting with them typically three avenues, my Facebook group, my Instagram, or word of mouth. How have each of those been working for you as a marketing strategy? You know what? I think Facebook has been pretty, pretty good for me. And word of mouth has been the best. Referrals are always going to be the best source of traffic. They may not be as high in quantity, but they will always be best in quality when you get word of mouth and a direct referral. And so Facebook has been moderate, you'd say? I say moderate. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Instagram? Has been the bare minimum. I've gotten a couple clients from Instagram. Okay. Where are your clients hanging out? Well, when I look at the data, you know, women between the ages of about 30 to 50, they're on Instagram and Facebook. Where do you like to hang out? I prefer Facebook. Okay. I am not saying that you shouldn't be on Instagram. And I think it's fine to kind of post there and maybe we can talk about engagement strategies. But I really recommend that a coach chooses one platform to really invest most of their energy in to start with. And if you are feeling at home on Facebook and if your demographic, your audience is on Facebook, then I would almost say, let's really double down on the Facebook piece, at least for 60 to 90 days, see how it goes. We can always add on Instagram, but I would be really interested to see if more attention was given to Facebook since that's already a moderately successful strategy for you what would it look like if we even went further into that? So how does that sit with you? What are your thoughts about that? I actually like that because again, I'm comfortable there. And I think when I'm comfortable, my potential clients and my clients will also be comfortable. And that's really what matters to me. Yeah. Well, and I think there's an authenticity there too. You're showing up as you in a place where you feel comfortable. 100% your clients are going to pick up on that energy. Absolutely. And that's what I want because a lot of times, like we said earlier, when they come to me, they're overwhelmed. I want to be a source of peace. Yes. And they want that too. So you mentioned Facebook groups. Is that the primary way that you're engaging on Facebook with your people? Yes. I have a group and I also post in other people's groups that allow me to, of course, I don't tread on anybody else's toes. Yes. Yes. Okay. I want to talk about both of those. But tell me more about your Facebook group and your role in it. How often are you there? How are you posting? You know, what does that look like? My Facebook group is called Get Your Snap, Weight Loss for the Busy Professional Woman. And Oh, I love that. Yes. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell from the title, I'm a bit like sassy in your face, kind of, you know. Because I think that we need that as women. We need to be comfortable with who we are. And when people see my videos, they say, well, I felt like I can be me just okay. watching you. I want to press pause for a sec. I totally get that. So kind of sassy and like, give it to me straight. Yes. Is your client like that? Some of them are and some of them aren't. Okay. Is your ideal client like that? My ideal client, honestly, personality-wise, 
I don't think I've ever thought about her personality. I think she doesn't have to be, but she has to want to be in an environment where she thrives with someone like that. Yes. Can I share a reflection with you? Yes. I think that kind of sassy aspect is aspirational for her. I think that's what she wants to be. And I suspect that her relationship with food, she views as one of the blocks to being that kind of sassy, confident woman. Well, it's interesting that you said confident because when I speak to my clients, both potential and actual, confident comes up a lot. I don't feel confident. I hide. I don't take the photos that I want to take anymore. Wow. I've never thought about my presentation in my videos as something that equates to that. That's amazing. Excellent. Excellent. And I want you to keep that in mind because I think we can really lean into this idea of it being aspirational, that you represent what they want for themselves. Now, of course, we want to temper that with you're an expert, not a guru, right? It's not like, you know, I'm the best. This is the only way to do it. You should be like me. And we also don't want to alienate people who are not as kind of strong and confident and, you know, all the snaps. So there will be finding a balance in that voice, but it is so clearly a part of who you are that that needs to be present when you are talking about what you're doing and when you're engaging in marketing strategies. Like we really need to own that. And I know that that is who I am in video. In video, when you speak to me, that is who I am. It's not translating into my copy. It's interesting that you said that. That would be then my number one recommendation is to go back and look what you already have because it's strong, but it's like, how can I pump this up a bit? How can I infuse more of myself in this through that kind of like confident, sassy piece? Because that's who I am. And so naturally that's going to resonate with my ideal clients as well. Absolutely. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And we balance that with the expertise, with the knowledge, with your credentials. I mean, I don't want to lose sight of that either because you've got the smarts to back this up. And I think when we can find that perfect balance between smart and sassy, it's going to blow you out of the water. I love that. Thank you for that reminder. It's confirmation of what I've been grappling with for the last couple of weeks. See, this was meant to be today. Absolutely. (laughs) This this is perfect. (laughs) The clarity, right? (laughs) So when you are in your Facebook group then... Are you going live? Are you using video in the group? Absolutely. I've, absolutely. I've done Clifton Strength Assessment to determine what my strengths are so that I can build my business around that. And my top strengths, two strengths actually, are influencer and, and executor. So I believe because my strength is that of influencing, that kind of being in their face, interacting with them live has been actually a great tool to attract the right women. Yes. And so we're going to want to keep that as a center core pillar of your strategy. Let me ask you, when someone is watching one of your videos live, what do you want them to do next? What I want them to do next is bet on themselves. What does that look like? Setting up a free consultation call with me. Okay. So that's the call to action then is to connect with you. And is that being clearly stated in the video or in the comments? I think I struggle with that because people say there's a formula, right? You have to, three days of content followed by call to action. And I think that's another area I struggle in. Okay. I'm familiar with that formula. And I think especially when you're looking at static posts, like if you're just doing like your 
Facebook or Instagram feed, yes, you don't want it to be overly promotional. So maybe day one, you have an engagement post. Day two is a personal story. Day three is, you know, a fun question. Day four, promo. Like, I get that. And I think that can work. But I think when you're doing a video, there are ways to both weave in your offer and state it at the very end. So if you are doing a Facebook Live video about a given topic, it would be totally appropriate as you're talking about it to say things like, this is exactly what we go into even deeper in the 12-month program. Or when I'm working with my clients, this is what comes up all the time. And so we are just naturally kind of dropping breadcrumbs about the program. We're planting seeds. And then at the end of the video, that is an ideal time to say, this is the next step for you. We've talked about this today and we go deeper into it in the program. Here's how to learn more. I think making sure that every video has a call to action and it's not always going to be promotional. It doesn't always have to be book a call. It may be comment below and let me know what your biggest insight is from this video or reach out to a friend who needs to be in this group too. I mean, we can switch up the call to actions, but it really should be about either engagement in the group or engaging with you in a call. I love that. Yes. Awesome. Noted. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) How is the engagement in your group? You know, I think it's hit or miss. Of course, the days that I go live, I have more engagement there because what I do is I like to poll my audience the week before to see what they want to hear about, right? Or I ask them. So those who said, hey, I want to hear about how to eat carbs for weight loss, I make sure to tag them in the video. Beautiful. So smart. So smart. Excellent. I suspect that your engagement is going to continue to grow because you are being so responsive to the needs of your community, which I love. And if we are really conscious about bringing in those calls to action, people are going to start responding. Sometimes it'll be to book a call with you, but it may just be, you know, the comment below or share your story or that sort of thing. And so making sure that we have some posts in there as well that are really focused on building engagement is going to help with the strength of your group too. Love that. Okay. That's noted. Excellent. And then you mentioned going into other groups and being kind of a wise counsel there when people are asking questions. Absolutely. And how's that been working? It actually works pretty well. I've been getting some pretty good leads recently here. But of course, it's been about a couple of weeks, so I haven't closed anyone yet, but it has been going well. That's one of my favorite strategies, actually, is showing up and being of service in other people's Facebook groups, especially when the group is a related topic, but not a direct competitor to yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing to consider, if you haven't already, is building relationships with the admins of those groups. Do you connect with the admins directly? In some of the groups I do, but not in all of them. So that's something I can start doing. Yeah. And even positioning yourself as a guest expert, you know, if they want to do a joint Facebook live or if you want to do a mini training for their group. Again, I think if there's ways that you can show up and be of service in a way that it centers the group audience, because they're what's important here. So we center them, we center their experience, but you also say to the admin, Hey, I can help serve your people. I can help you in this way. It may lead to some opportunities for collaboration and then referrals down the road as well. Okay. Okay. How does that sit with you? That sits really, really well with me. I didn't even know to make that a part of the strategy so that they really realize that we could collaborate. I think that's an advanced level strategy and I think you're ready for it (laughs) because you have been showing up in groups consistently and this has been working for you. And so now we can go to the next level, which is really connecting with the admins and positioning yourself as a supportive expert. Absolutely. I love it. 
So we've covered a lot today, and I'm curious what stands out to you as kind of the key takeaways. The key takeaway is to meet my ideal client where she is, rather than what I know she also needs. I love that. And meeting her where she is, that's both figurative, but also literal, making sure you're showing up in those Facebook groups where she is, and then also taking her thoughts and beliefs, emotions into account when engaging with her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent. So what will you do once we get off today's call? What are your next steps? My next steps are to look at my copy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. look at my copy because I'm actually in the middle of developing my website, even though I already have one, but just really making sure that the copy is what I want it to be for my ideal client. So I'm definitely going to work on that today. I love that. And really injecting you into that copy, like not shying away from your personality because it's going to magnetize your website. People are just going to be drawn to you. And I think what I need to do is just be okay with who I am, with my voice and my copy. Because as you said, because of my credentials, it's like, okay, I want to make sure I'm still coming off professional, but my big sassy personality is not contrary to what it means to be professional. So I appreciate you just highlighting that. Yes. And I love what you just said. It's not contrary to it. It doesn't conflict. If anything, it augments it. You can be like the real life sassy nurse who gets it and gets you because you've been there. You've been through that, right? And so you can connect with your audience on multiple levels, both as an expert, but also as, yeah, I've been there. I've walked that road. I'm a few steps ahead of you. So let me show you what the journey looks like and how I can support you through it. Yes. This is amazing. I have complete clarity now. Oh, so yes. So I was going to ask you, where are we on the clarity scale? I'm probably at a 10 at this point. I thought I was, I said, I'm too, I'm going to go about three notches. I feel extremely clear as to what I need to do to serve my ideal client. I've got the biggest smile on my face, Naima. (laughs) I'm I'm so excited for you. And I cannot wait to see how you apply what we've talked about today and the growth that you see with your audience and in your business. I just have this sense that like you're on the brink of something big right now. It's because of you. So I appreciate you. I appreciate your platform. I appreciate you and what you're doing. Well, you're welcome. And and I receive that compliment. I do. I'm very grateful. But make no mistake, it's because of you. You showed up. You were willing to do the work. You were willing to dive deep. And so I'm here to reflect back what I hear and maybe inject some suggestions based on my experience. But this starts and ends with you. And I am so honored to have had you on the show today. Well, we're both honored to be in each other's presence. I don't know if I would have gotten this clarity as quickly and with anyone else in 30 minutes. So you have a gift. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. Before we sign off, why don't you let everyone know where they can learn more about you and the work that you're doing? Absolutely. So I want to invite you to join my Facebook group where you will get so many great tips on what you can do to enjoy your carbs, not kill yourself in a gym, but still lose weight. Facebook group is Get Your Snap. Think about snapping. Get your snap. Weight loss for the busy professional woman. I go live every week, whatever you want to talk about. Excellent. And I will make sure that we have a link to that in the show notes so that people can find you. Naima, thank you so much for coming on the Coach with Clarity podcast today. Thank you for having me.
I so enjoyed that call with Naima. I just love her energy and her commitment to her clients. And Naima, thank you again for coming on the Coach with Clarity podcast. Coaching call episodes are some of my very favorite episodes to do for the show because it allows me to connect directly with you and to help you build the coaching practice that will fill your soul and serve your clients. So if you would like direct support from me, well, there's a few ways you can do that. First, you can apply to be a coaching call guest on the Coach with Clarity podcast. Just head over to coachwithclarity.com, click on contact, and there you will see an application where you can apply to be on a future episode of the Coach with Clarity podcast. You can also receive direct coaching on a hot seat coaching call within the Coach with Clarity membership. So if you are not already a Coach with Clarity member, you are definitely going to want to check it out. We have weekly live calls. There's access to a toolkit filled with templates, guides, and video instruction all about how you can build and grow your ideal coaching practice. And there is even an individual coaching contract template in there for you. It's prepared by an attorney and it's easy to modify so that you can use it with your coaching clients. But truly the very best part about the membership are the members. You are not going to find a stronger, more tight-knit, more supportive community of intuitive, service-oriented coaches than in the Coach with Clarity membership. So if you would like an opportunity for some dedicated coaching, and become a part of a growing, thriving community of coaches, head on over to coachwithclarity.com slash membership and join today. I would love to welcome you as a Coach with Clarity member, and I would love to see you on a future hot seat coaching session. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. I will be back in your feed next week with another episode of the show. Until then, my name is Lise McDonough, encouraging you to get out there and show the world what it means to be a coach with clarity. Thanks for listening to the Coach with Clarity podcast. Be sure to visit coachwithclarity.com for detailed show notes and bonus material just for podcast listeners. Did you enjoy today's podcast? If so, then I invite you to check out the Coach with Clarity membership program exclusively for intuitive coaches ready to master both the business and the craft of coaching. You'll discover monthly hot seat coaching calls, Q&A sessions, and guest expert trainings, as well as the most supportive and innovative community of coaches out there. If you're ready to take your coaching to the next level, then you're ready for the Coach with Clarity membership. Learn more at coachwithclarity.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you know a coach who could use a little clarity in their work and life, then please share this episode with them. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Coach with Clarity podcast. Until then, go show the world what it means to be a coach with clarity.